Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Join Chad and his son Brady as they break down Season 3 of Demon Slayer, episode by episode for you in this in-depth companion series to the hit anime. show boys i'm chad and i'm brady and we are here with another demon slayer episode trucking right along here aren't we Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm trying to think i think it's been two weeks since we recorded has it or has it been a week yeah i think it's been a week maybe it's been a week yeah so we went on vacation right we went to tibby 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 island (laughs) i don't know how you say it (laughs) tibby island uh, so we recorded an episode prior to going down, which ended up just being one episode of Demon Slayer because it wasn't too out yet. Mm-hmm. And then went down to Georgia, had an awesome vacation. Did you have fun down on vacation? Yes. Yeah, it was it was fun, man. Uh, we spent practically, or at least me. Well, I mean, you were there with me really the whole time. We spent basically the whole time in the ocean. <laughs> I mean, if it was during the day, we were in the ocean, which was cool. And it might be your first time ever being in the ocean, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think so. I think you probably went up to like your ankles maybe last time we went on vacation because you were like two. Yeah. Uh, but this time we went like chest deep and just hung out in there all day. Yeah, uh, we did a lot of other cool stuff down there too. The house was super nice. You want to explain the house a little bit? Yeah. So, just explain what's in the living room. A whole bowling alley. Yeah, it literally had a bowling lane in the in the living room, which was super cool. But yeah, my whole family went. It was super fun. We did a lot of. Yeah, it was a good time, man. It's really hot in Georgia, like aggressively hot. They've got maybe the most aggressively annoying insects I've ever met in my life, too. They have, like, those biting flies that are just, like, oh, yeah. the most ruthlessly annoying things I've ever encountered. Uh, but it was cool. I mean, we, we went down with Rai Rai, so we got to watch them anime together. We started Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, watched, what, three episodes of that? Uh, yeah, about. I think we watched three episodes of that. It's looking like it's going to be very, very, very good this season. Yes. Uh, we'll see. It's it definitely feels a lot different from the first season in Jujutsu Kaisen. So uh, interested to see where where they go with this. And then um, you picked up something at a store in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So let me lay the groundwork here. So we go to 
Barnes and Noble down there. It's super nice. Has a ton of Demon Slayer stuff. And I decide I want to take you back so you can look at the Demon Slayer stuff. We look at the Demon Slayer stuff. You weren't really, nothing was catching your fancy, but you did pick up a Gojo figure from Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm -hmm. And before we left Books a Million, or I don't know why I was quite Books a Million, because that's what we have here. Uh, Barnes and Noble. I was like, well, we might as well go and look and see if there's anything in the mall that we want to check out. Mm-hmm. And we go over to the directory and on the directory, there's a EB games. And I'm like, EB games like that. I thought like GameStop bought that, bought them like in the nineties, but right under EB games, there's a GameStop. So I'm like, it's EB games and GameStop in two different locations. So I'm like, all right, we should at least go down there and see if EB games is miraculously still alive in Georgia. So we walk down mm-hmm. there. EB Games is not there, but it is a literal anime store that's got a ton of anime stuff. Yeah. The wooden swords that we like, statues, all kinds of stuff in this store. Um, So go ahead and show what was behind the counter that piqued your interest, which you've wanted for a while. Yeah. um, Tengen swords. Got two of them. I do not have the chains attached right now, but they did come with chains. The reason I don't have the chains attached is because me and Roman were playing around with them, and we were kind of, like, fighting a little. We weren't actually, like, it was, like, slow-mo kind of fighting. And when I was fighting, the chains were just everywhere. And it was kind of annoying. So I took off the chains. And honestly, I like the sword. It's so cool. It's got the yeah, rating. Yeah, it is. It is really cool. So you wanted you wanted these from, I, I think it might have been maybe last year, Halloween, you wanted to go as Tengen. You ended up going as Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you wanted those for a while. And it was just prime opportunity. Like, they were there at the store. We found this miraculous freaking anime store in a mall. It was like, it was hard to pass up. So we ended up buying them. And I like, I think they're super nice. Yeah. I think they'll look great on like your wall mounted up on your wall. Uh, they're definitely really cool katanas. They look a lot. I told you this already, but they look a lot like Kratos's chain blades from God of War. looks almost the exact same uh, as far as the chain and everything. But yeah, super cool. I also picked up uh, something down there. I picked up the first volume of Chainsaw Man. So Rai Rai is obviously super into Chainsaw Man right now. And Jake, uh, Jake Jones, who we had on the podcast, his YouTube channel is basically entirely devoted to this at the current moment. So I was like, well, I mean, I should probably at least read the first volume and see if it piques my interest at all. It doesn't necessarily from the outside looking in, it doesn't pique my interest all that much. But maybe once I read it, uh, that might change. You are un. Fortunately, not allowed to watch Chainsaw Man, the anime, because uh, you're a little too young, Rai Rai says. But Rai Rai did say that you could watch what? Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we'll give Attack on Titan another another shot. Uh, you know, there was the, the, there was one specific thing in the show that we were watching, I think, like, third or fourth episode that I did not like. So, I pulled the plug on us watching it. But... Ryan giving it the the seal, I think, uh, makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. To catch up on, so my plan was to go down to 
to Georgia to Tybee Island, hang out on the beach and read the entirety of the complete Demon Slayer manga. That was my plan. So I left with being on book nine. I left to go to uh, Georgia like halfway through book nine. And I came back halfway through book nine. I didn't read anything while I was done. I maybe read like two pages. So I do need to get back to this because it is really good. Um, There's your boy right there. Obviously you can Mm -hmm. see the swords that Brady just got. Yes. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really enjoying the manga. Uh, Mommy read like five issues of it on the way back Mm -hmm. from, from Georgia, which is hilarious. Yeah. But we are here to talk obviously about season three. Yes. episodes eight and nine so we're getting close to the end here and uh another cool thing about being down in georgia is we watched the last couple episodes of season three with mm-hmm. rye rye obviously he was the one watching it uncle greg sat down and watched it with us aunt die yeah. sat down and watched it with us aunt Gigi sat down and watched it with us yeah. so it was like and they were like Locked to the screen. Yeah, they loved And it. we weren't watching the dub. We were watching the Japanese audio. Mm-hmm. So, um, subtitled. And they were, like, locked. Locked in. Yeah. Which is super, super cool. Like, I know, I think Aunt Dai has probably watched the anime before. Mm-hmm. Just because of Rai Rai. Uh, but I don't think Gigi, that's probably Gigi's first time ever even hearing or seeing an anime, yeah. I would imagine. And she seemed mm-hmm. like she was enjoying it. So, um, yeah, that was super cool. It was like a little family sit down, all all of us that I just mentioned there, sitting there watching the last couple episodes of season three. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to get to episode 11, dude, because I forgot how good yeah. that episode is. That episode's phenomenal. But let's start with, uh, you got anything else you want to talk about? Um, not really. No? That's cool. Okay, let's get into episode eight here, which is called The Moo in Moichiro and we kind of catch back up with Moichiro at the end of the last episode, which is him breaking out of that kind of bubble that he was in the water bubble or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we see him land on the ground and he's pulling out those like needles that he's got stuck in them. We talked Mm -hmm. about it before. They remind me like porcupine needles. I don't know what, what they are. I think they're from like a puffer fish and, and, yeah, die. Actually, I f- I might have forgot to tell you this. So you know how we talked about? Oh, excuse me. We talked about um puffer fish. If the puffer fish was the one that shoots the spikes, mm-hmm. and let me see if I can find it real quick because Aunt Die actually answered the question. but I can't remember what she said. It might've been in like a, the group text or something. Oh, another thing is you, uh, <laughs> you taught me how to gritty. Yeah. Down at the beach. Finally. <laughs> I think I finally have gotten the gritty down. Yes. And I'm not very, I'm not a very coordinated. I mean, I am very coordinated, but like dancing wise can't dance. So yeah. that was like a huge accomplishment <laughs> and you can, you actually, can dance really well so that was like a huge accomplishment me <laughs> learning the gritty i don't know i can't i i can't find i can't remember what text thread she sent 
she sent it in, but it was like she oh here it is. So she said, sent me a picture of the puffer fish and then the porcupine fish. She said, Great episode, Chad and Brady. Brady really is natural. Not sure what that fish looks like you're talking about, but the puffer fish swells up, and so does the porcupine fish. The difference is the puffer fish doesn't have those spines. So I think you were referring to a porcupine fish. That's your fish lesson for the day. LOL, mm-hmm. she said. So there's our answer. We're trying to figure it out, I think. But um, another thing is we had uh, down in Georgia, we had a early morning sunrise sword fight on the beach. Yeah. And got some, uh, Rai Rai came down with us, got some awesome, awesome photos mm-hmm. of us sword fighting down on the beach. And he's, uh, he's currently, <laughs> he just texted me and said, trying out Photoshop's new AI generative, gener- generative fill. Check out what it is able to do with the photo of you and Brady. So here I'm, I'm, I'll try to show this on screen. I don't know if it's going to come across very good, but this is one of the pictures of us sword fighting on the beach with the sun sunrise in the background, which is really cool. And and these are not, keep in mind, we didn't pose for these pictures. This is literally, we're having a sword fight and he caught these pictures. Mm -hmm. And um, this is what it did with that image the ai so it turned us into samurai <laughs> kept the sun in the background it put like some cliffs and some trees <laughs> over on the side but Dead. is that cool yeah super funny <laughs> um so yeah i mean i thought i thought it was really cool we got some really cool pictures from that that sword fight so it was well worth yeah. getting up at 5 45 in the morning so we can get down there before the sun <laughs> sun rises so anyway we see moichiro pulling out the needles and he's kind of commenting like dude i'm so weak like yes i'm out of the bubble but i'm like obnoxiously weak and the little boy and i do we know this kid's name yet yeah okay what is this kid's name kotetsu kotetsu Kotetsu's laying on the ground. It looks like he's maybe dead. Uh, he did get banged up pretty bad at the end of the last episode. Yes. And um, I think it was he was the one that actually gave Muichiro that breath, which you actually, I think you said you like tried to, to do in the pool down mm-hmm. in, in Georgia. Explain that. What were you trying to do? Okay, so... We have this. We had this little pool in Georgia in our backyard, pretty much. And there's this waterfall. And if you went underwater, there was bubbles, right? I went underwater and tried to breathe in the bubbles and see if I could breathe for longer. That, <laughs> yeah, that fared horribly. Yeah, <laughs> figured. That did not work. Figured it did. <laughs> so I really thought that was real, and I yeah. was very disappointed when it did not work. Yeah. Yeah, it was super. So, uh, it, it cracked me up when you told me that. Um, yeah, it was super. I, I was a little worried about that pool because on the website when we rented the house, it said that it was five foot deep, which is obviously too deep for you guys. But you were both when right when we got down there, you were both able to stand up in it. 
So it's like this this isn't five feet. Like yeah, this has gotta be now. yeah, it's gotta be less than four feet, I imagine. So I don't know a if it was of... just a typo or what. Yeah. What were you gonna say? A lot of what? So like a lot of people like to like round to like the nearest number and stuff, so maybe that's what they did. Yeah, like but if you're doing yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's like four foot six inches, and they just rounded it up to five. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, the boys, the little boys, knocked out. And we get a brief flashback and a very brief flashback of Mujiro with his father, who's like pep talking him to stand up, and then we get the intro. I think right after that, mm-hmm. and we go right back to uh, the flashback, and we see young Mujiro. His father's like a lumberjack. Calls yeah. him something different in the episode, a lumber man, I think is what they, I don't know if that's what they call him in Japan, maybe, but he's a lumberjack. And we see Muichiro kind of helping him cut down trees and carry the wood. And Muichiro comments like how much he used to love working with his father. And we see that Muichiro on like a dark stormy night, Muichiro's mother is very sick in bed. And the father has taken off into the storm to go and try to find her some medicine, some herbs to take. It appears like she has a fever um, because she's like burning up, I think Mojiro says, and she's freezing, which is exactly what happens to you when you get a fever. And it, it's hard for us to understand, I think, because like, if you get, you get sick a lot through, through the school year and you get fevers Mm -hmm. a lot and it's pretty easy it's pretty easily maintained in 2023 by just taking Tylenol or ibuprofen and it breaks Mm -hmm. an hour later. But I think back in this time frame of Japan or any, any time in this time frame of history, that could have been a death sentence, just getting a a fever because they didn't have any real good ways of controlling it. And there's, there's like several people like on game of Thrones that die from a fever. So it was like a, it's a, it's a big deal is what I'm getting yeah. at, that she has a fever. And we see Moichiro's trying to take care of her, covering, covering her up with a blanket and staying, staying by her side while we see his father, who's like on a cliffside, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's like trying to get around the cliff and it's super stormy. It's super wet. He reaches for a handhold, slips and falls and dies. Mm-hmm. And... Muichiro states that he he lost two people close to him that night. His mother ended up passing away and his father. So that leaves him saying like that from that point forward, he was 10 years old and he was alone. But then he corrects himself. He's like, no, wait a second. I wasn't alone until 11 years old. At 10 years old, I had my twin brother, who's an older twin brother. And you know how that works? How you can have a twin that's older? No, I so it's the same age. It, well, you you are theoretically yes, you're the same age, but the older twin would just be the one that was born first, with the one that came out first. That would be technically the older the older twin. So yeah. that's what we're ta- that, that's what they're talking about here. But mm-hmm. um, this is where we get to see uh, kind of where Muichiro gets his don't help anyone attitude that he had at the beginning of the show where he's like, let, let the weak die and the strong survive type of thing. And it's from his older brother. His older brother is very, what, I mean, how would you describe it? I don't know. He's just like, I don't know. He's just like very negative. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Very negative, and he's kind of a jerk. And he's he's basically belittles Moichiro through a majority of these flashback scenes. And Moichiro says, like, he, he always saw his brother as, like, a, a cold person. Yeah. And um, Moichiro goes to, I think, fetch, like, some water for the house. They're living together, like, out in a hut in the, you know, their parents' house. Yeah. And they're trying to maintain everything. And he goes to fetch some water for the house, and he is uh, set upon by like a young, young woman. And this ends up being who? Um, the master's wife, which is the leader of the Demon Slayer Corps. I'm pretty sure his name is Ubi Ashaki. I might be wrong, but pretty sure that that is his name. And this is this is the guy that we talked in previous episodes has like the cancer on his face yeah. and um, and that stuff. So yeah, this is his wife, and I think she comes down to do what? Try to, to convince like, them that their ancestors are swordsmen. Yeah, that their ancestors are swordsmen. They should become swordsmen. Which Moichiro is totally into the idea. Like, let's yes. go become swordsmen. We we have this this rich ancestry that, that, you know, our family members were swordsmen. Let's go do that. But the brother has no interest in it whatsoever. He just wants to maintain the house, do the work his dad did. He, he like belittles Muichiro saying like, you can't even cook rice by yourself. Like, how are you going to become a swordsman? Like you're, you're crazy. And, uh, I think after that, they kind of stop talking to each other. They have like this blowout argument, blow up argument, and and Muichiro's brother kind of goes off on him. I mean, he's yelling and screaming at him. Yeah. And he and Muichiro says, like, after that, we never really talked until that lady came back one day. And what what is the brother's name? I have it in here somewhere. Yorichiro. Yorichiro. Yorichiro, yes. He ends up throwing water on the lady when she comes back. And that's when they talk again, when they have another argument. And, uh, yeah, I... Uh, I think that that we we go through like a couple different seasons. Like I think this is taking place in winter, and summer eventually comes, and the two are lying there like in the dead of the night on a hot summer night. Moichiro can't sleep. He gets up to get something to drink, and he's sitting there drinking water. And he glances over at his brother who wakes up. But as his brother is waking up, a demon shows up at the front door, uh, in the house. Literally walks into the house. And goes to attack Muichiro, and his brother kind of jumps in and takes the blunt of the attack. I think he gets his arm cut off. Yeah. Uh, and Muichiro kind of grabs him and cowers off into the corner of the room. And this is, I, I, I think, where uh, we see that Muichiro is maybe right about he should go become a swordsman because he says he just he saw red. And he pretty much blacks out and goes into this rage and ends up decimating this demon. Right. So uh, I think they, he didn't kill the demon, but he's got him like stabbed with like pitchforks and everything in the ground. And eventually the sun comes up and, and the demon disappears. So, Talk to me. What do you think about this episode so far? Honestly, let me do all the talking. Don't be afraid to interrupt me. Okay. 
people want to hear you talk too, you know? Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I think it might be one of the best episodes. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. It's uh it's definitely you know, I I really kind of like all the flashback stuff that we get in Demon Slayer. The like I said before, the only one I didn't really like was the um Daki and Guturo. Is that right? Guturo's flashback. And I think that's just because where, like I said before, where it was placed in the season, it was like episode 10 of 11. So it was like, I want things to be ramping up here. But yeah, I don't know. I like Muichiro a lot. I think his his breathing technique is freaking awesome. Visually impressive in the show as well. And I don't know. I just like him. So I liked a lot seeing his kind of, and it seems like every flashback we get is just like really brutal and like super sad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he goes into this like blackout rage and the demon eventually kind of disappears with the sunlight when it comes up and he tries to make it back to his brother, but he can't, he's too weak. So he ends up crawling slowly back to the house and gets to his brother who's laying there dying, basically. And I think Muichiro like prays to Buddha, like trying to save his brother. And I think it's here that he says it's either Muichiro stands for infinity or the Mu in Muichiro's. Yeah, so the Mu in Muichiro stands for infinity. And then we flash back to the present and we get uh, him pulling off a super cool breathing attack. And he kind of grabs the boy who was on the ground and kills the little fish demon that that were around all in one foul swoop. And uh, then we go back to the pot demon and our favorite dude, the uh, swordsmith, who's been grinding a sword yes, for like four Mr. episodes Hageneska. now, Mr. Hagenesca. And he's uh, go ahead and explain what's like what's going on with him. So Gyoku's still in the house. He's already landed a couple attacks on Hagenesca and. The funniest part about this, I think we've maybe talked about this last episode, but he is so focused that even with his eye absolutely decimated, he is just sitting there and still honing the sword. Like, how can you just sit there? Yeah, he is. And it's it's really frustrating the demon as well. He's like, I don't understand why this guy is so focused. I can't get him to have any reaction whatsoever, even after I, you know decimated his eye still can't get him to get any reaction so um moichiro arrives and takes a swing at the pot demon and misses this pot demon as we've seen in previous episodes is very elusive as he jumps between pots and uh this is when and and you can explain the this stuff here the the marks on moichiro's face what's going on here so I don't really want to spoil this. I, I guess it's not really a spoiler because you, they'll probably talk about it a ton in season five. I mean, season four, I think. And what happens is if a demon slayer is so mad, like really mad at a demon, they get that mark on their face. Pretty sure every Hashira has one. Gotcha. So it's just like a... It's just like developing a hatred for demons is what what gets that to come out, which explains why Tanjiro has one, because obviously he's devastated by the loss of his family at the beginning of the show. So, okay, gotcha. 
So we also down in Georgia, we tried to figure out because um, we were trying to figure out where your favorite demon shows up. Uh, what what season we thought it was going to be that your favorite. What What's his name? Kaigaku. Kaigaku. And we talked about him on a previous episode. He's the one that I think is like the only demon that Muzan did not make. Um, and he has a katana. Very cool. And we talked about him previously where you said, I think you said that he trained with Zenitsu. Yep. So it was like 11 o'clock at night at in Georgia. And you were like, Dude, I think it was right after we finished watching Jujutsu Kaisen that night. You were like, let's open up the books of Demon Slayer and see where Kaigaku shows up. So we were going through the books and he shows up what is seemingly probably going to be the next season. Uh, yes. if, if I had to guess, and that's super exciting. But yeah. I looked up. Uh, I think after we did that, I looked up like when is Kaigaku going to show up in the anime? Like if we had to guess what season on Google, and someone says he's already showed up, he's already been in the the show, and I'm like, what? I'm like no, he hasn't. I look, and it yeah. uh, under the Wikipedia page it says episode 17, he shows up. I'm like episode 17 of the first season like no that's that's not right so i tell you and you're like no i no no that he's never he's never been in there but then you like had this light bulb goes off in your head and what what did you figure out so zenitsu kind of has this flashback of when he's training and i'm like hey kaigaku trained with zenitsu right he's got to show up up in the flashback because the flashback is of Zenitsu training. Yep. So we go to that episode and watch it. And he, he's, he's there, definitely. I, I it, To be honest, I, it was totally like throwaway character for me when I first watched it. I thought it was just yeah. like some dude that was a jerk to Zenitsu. But it's him for sure. And you pointed out he's got that like, looks like a tear from Tears of the Kingdom. That like <laughs> thing on his on his. I don't even know what it's holding on. If it's like holding his clothes together or if it's a necklace or something. I think it's just a necklace. And you can't even see his face. I think you see just like his mouth, like from his nose down. So you can't even see his face. But yeah, he's definitely there. So they weren't wrong about him being in there. But uh, so the the swordsmith's still doing his thing. And the pot demon, after Muichiro gets these marks on his face, the pot demon kind of pulls off this huge octopus attack, which is super cool. He's in the building that the swordsmith is in, and he kind of, I think he blows Moichiro and the swordsmith out of the building with this attack, and tentacles come out of the building, and they're, they're just giant octopus tentacles. And uh, it's so funny because the swordsmith, like, lands and then immediately starts sharpening the sword again <laughs> outside yeah. of the building. He, like, lands outside of the building and immediately gets up and starts sharpening the sword. So um, the octopus has Moichiro... And I think right before this attack happens, a swordsmith runs by Moichiro in the building and says something to him. And then this attack happens, and Moichiro and the little boy are kind of caught by the the tentacles, which are holding him. And Moichiro pulls off an attack, freeing both of them, and then lands, and we see that he's got his new sword. And I really, I really want that sword, man. <laughs> like, I was thinking about after I saw, after I saw it, I was like really thinking about buying it. 
Um, but I don't think the, like we have all those wooden ones. I don't think his wooden one has like a blue blade, which it appears like he has a blue blade in the, mm -hmm. in the show. Is that what it is? Uh, I don't think so. No, no, it might just be a, like a reflection off the steel was making it look blue. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, definitely cool, cool thing. And then we get a little context to uh, his previous blacksmith who passed away from heart disease. And we see that the new, or he says like the new sword fits like a glove. Like it's exactly like the one that he made me, even though it's a new blacksmith that made it. And we get a flat, another flashback of him talking to that first swordsmith. And eventually we go back to the present again and Muichiro pulls off a, a rapid attack on the octopus and destroys all the, the tentacles, but he's unable to hit the demon or so the demon thought he does actually kind of like slice his neck a little bit, doesn't cut it off. So he doesn't kill the demon, but he, he got a shot on him. It just wasn't, wasn't enough to do what he needed. And uh, that's where the, uh, we get like another quick little fight scene. And that's where the episode ends uh, with them mm -hmm. fighting. So yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I really liked this episode. It was, it was nice. We've been, gas to the floor this entire season it's been action yeah. non-freaking stop from basically the first episode second episode maybe so it was nice to maybe take a little bit of a breather and get some flashbacks and get a little bit mm -hmm. of a, a breather but what do you think about this episode i love it especially yeah. the fight scene the fight scene is really cool yeah anytime mm -hmm. i see muichiro fighting man it's it's super cool that that the mist breathing is just really 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 cool to watch and uh, the demon attacks are, are cool, too. They get better in the second episode, I think. The demon kind of changes, and we'll talk about that. But yeah, yeah, we're trucking right along. Episode 8, I think we've got three episodes left. We're going to talk about episode 9 here in a little bit. But we are going to take a brief break to do some trivia. So what do you think about that? Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Okay. Do a little intermission trivia here. Okay. Question number one for Brady. Enmu blood demon art is A, nightmare, B, dream, C, sleep inducement, or D, hypnosis? Dream? Um, I am sorry. That is incorrect. Okay. You get two, you get two, you get two guesses. Yeah, then I know what it is. Cause all the, it's pretty obvious. Nightmare. No, that is incorrect. What? You have missed your first question. His blood <sighs> demon art is sleep inducement. I don't even know what that is. That's he put everybody to sleep, sleep inducement. But they have a dream, like they have a nightmare. They do, they do. You're right, you're right. But he's not doing that. They're just Come dreaming. On. He put them all to sleep. <laughs> I'm done. I'm getting off, every other one right. Off to a bad start, brother. Off to a bad every start. Um, yeah. See, like some of these are really hard, dude. So <laughs> just don't know at me. I want to see. I need some hard questions. You do, you do, because you've gotten like everything right up until this point. Yes. <laughs> um, Akaza. Akaza's blood demon art is A. Martial arts. 
B, destructive death, C, annihilation, or D, superhuman strength? Destructive death. That is correct. There you go. Uh, Where do we want to go here? Okay. Let's see how much you like your boy. Kaigaku's blood demon art is A, thunder breathing, B, lightning, C, electrokinesis, or D, electricity? (laughs) Easy question. All right. Ready? Yeah. Pretty sure it's um, thunder breathing. It is. It is. It's weird, because it's actually not thunder. I guess it technically is, but it's dark thunder breathing. Dark thunder breathing, yeah. I remember you saying that before. Uh, All right, we'll get away from... We'll do one more breathing or blood demon art question. I like the breathings. I'm really good with the breathings. Trying to... Yeah, I'm trying to get... Trying to figure out what one that's not from this season. Okay, here we go. And this this guy I can't wait to see, to be honest with you. Obanai. Obanai's breathing style is A, lizard breathing, B, reptile breathing, C, python breathing, or D, serpent breathing. Serpent breathing. Final answer? Mm-hmm. Yes. That is correct. (laughs) Like I said, I'm getting every other one right. I can't believe I missed Enmu, dude. I know, I know. That's that was a tough one though, because you're right. He does he does make them dream and have nightmares, but that's it's not him doing that. I think I think he puts them to sleep, and then they were having those dreams and nightmares. Um. Some of these ones are like really, really easy. So we'll try to stay away from the easier ones. All right. What was the name of the drum demon who was removed from the Kizuki? Is it A, Enmu, B, Akaza, C, Doma, or D, Kyogai? Kyogai? Kyogai. Okay. Final answer? 100%. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Good job. Re- you have made the it. I, the reason I said that is watching this season, Doma, Akaza, and Enmu, I think, were the other three, right? Yeah. First of all, they're all the part of the 12 keys key. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah process of elimination he did there huh yes okay episode nine let's move on episode nine is titled miss tashira muichiro tokido so back to the swordsmith who continues his freaking unhindering sharpening of (laughs) of this blade muichiro and the pot demon are still locked in battle 
And they're talking like mad smack to each other. That's what I love about this yes. episode. They're just going back and forth. And I really like Muichiro because he's he stays very level-headed. Like he, I don't know that we ever ever see him raise his voice in any capacity. He says in that flashback in the last episode when he goes into that rage when his brother's killed, he says that he lets out like a huge scream during. Mm-hmm that kind of rage that he goes through. But now that he's, that he's here, he's like so level-headed. Like even his smack talking doesn't get elevated in the slightest, which is rare for an anime character. Usually when they're talking crap, they're like screaming. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I, I always think about like Tanjiro when he throws a sword at Akaza and he's like screaming into the wood. Yeah. Just screaming into the woods. Um, so Muichiro kind of critiques the demon's face. And this is this pot demon is like, I don't know if he's like obsessed with art or he, because he talks about it a lot. Like he shows off like different art things. Mm-hmm. What is that? I'm pretty sure that he was always doing art when he wasn't a demon. Pretty sure. Yeah. So Muichiro like says. Like maybe he was a painter or something. He could have been anything. Yeah. Yeah. That would definitely make sense. But Muichiro says something to him and the the demon's like, like, did you think that was going to infuriate me? Because it didn't infuriate me in the slightest. And then he critiques the demon's face saying that it's like shaping improperly or something like that. (laughs) And this, this infuriates, (laughs) infuriates him. And he pulls off this attack where he sends out like 10,000 fish all attacking at the same time. Mm-hmm. And Muichiro pulls off this sweet freaking mist. I, I can't remember what the attack was called, but he ends up slicing them all at once, which is super cool to watch. And uh, all's not safe for, because the fish are releasing what when Muichiro slices them? Do you remember? I'm pretty sure it's some type of poison. Yeah, so it's like a transdermal poison. So it's a poison that can even land on your skin and poison you. So uh, Muichiro, he's in the demon's like, it doesn't matter if he slices them all because he's gonna get he's gonna get that poison all over him because there's ten thousand of these things, you know, bursting into poison right now. But yeah. Muichiro pulls off another attack, which basically like blows the area away. So it blows all the mm-hmm. poison out, and. Uh, he goes in for the demon, attacks him, and cuts off his head. However, we see that the demon was like it, like shed its skin like a snake, so he wasn't even in that skin anymore. And mm-hmm. it, it was heroes like, man, this guy is like tough because a he's impossible to hit mm-hmm. when he's jumping between that. I mean, Muichiro has basically been fighting this guy for a majority of the season, and he can't mm-hmm. seem to get a strike on him. He's always popping between the pots but even when he does get the attack on him he sheds his skin and it doesn't kill him anyway so i i i'll be honest i I don't think i was really the biggest fan of the pot demon when we first saw him but he watching it again i he's growing on me quite a bit yeah actually what do you think i like him i same same thing with me so like at the start of the season i didn't really like him and at the end Started like him. Yeah. Now, yeah. I've seen him before because I think I might have read season three in the manga maybe, but not a ton. I don't think I finished the whole book. So I might have saw like one fight scene and then 
I didn't really read the book anymore. And I didn't even know his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you do. So we had a couple before I bought the complete edition of the manga. We had a couple of Demon Slayer books. And one of those books is season three because it's got Mitsuri on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's probably the book that you were reading. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I like him. So he, he sheds his skin and then he starts transforming into his final form. And this is the form that I like the most. This looks like a demon. And he, yes. it's, it's really weird because he kind of looks like a demon mermaid is the best way to put it. He grows in, in the previous episode, everything, everything that we've seen of him so far, he's got these like little short arms, but he grows mm-hmm. like actually full size arms. And then he's got like a serpent body, like a snake body, basically. And uh, yeah, like I said, he's he's he looks like a demon mermaid to me. That's the best way to put it. So if you, <laughs> you can imagine what a demon mermaid looks like, that's probably what this <laughs> guy looks like. Uh, so the con- the two kind of continue their insults, and we get another flashback with Moichiro and his brother. And his brother is, it's the moment where he crawls back to him, and he's like holding his hand, and his brother's dead. And he's he's like in shock, I think, and he's just watching his brother, and he's like, I, I laid there and watched maggots infest my brother's body. And then eventually I started dying, so they started like turning their attention to me. And the young lady and a couple other people arrive to save Moichiro and they start working on him and they're like, boil water, do all this stuff. And they start um, patching him up. And then after that, where do we go? We go to him kind of training a little. He's got a bunch of wraps around him and he's got this wooden sword training, all that stuff. So I don't, really know how old he is here he is he does look taller and a bit older yeah he does i don't yeah i don't think they i don't think they say how old he's 11 when he loses his brother Mm -hmm. so we can assume that this is close to that because he's still injured and they're yelling at him like hey you're not fully healed yet so stop doing this so i think it's probably we can assume he's 11 years old he does look a little bit older but I think he's more mature because of everything he just went through, not necessarily older. Go ahead. So, I can't remember the next part. Yeah, so um, we see him doing the training, and he becomes incredibly strong, right? Yes. And he's, he's like, ripped in the the training montage. He's got huge muscles. So he's training very hard, and uh, he says it's because of the fury in his heart. And I think that was like a line that his brother said to him or something, or his dad or something. Yeah. I can't remember. But um, we flash back to the present day, and Muichiro moves in for attack on the pot demon. And uh, the pot demon does the same. And this is where this, fu- this attack is really, like both of them attacking here is really cool looking. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Muichiro pulls off seventh form upscaling clouds, which tricks the demon. This is a really cool visual. Do you want to explain what's going on here when he yeah. pulls this attack off? And before I explain, when so you know how you're reading the manga? Yeah. When you get to season four, or like to the end of season three, can you try to look for any hints about 
Tanjiro and Muichiro's dad sharing the same red eyes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, that 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 was pointed out. Was that last episode that was that was pointed out? Like I said, I I feel like that's yeah. not a throwaway line, but I mean, maybe it is. But yeah, they did. They definitely have the same red eyes. I don't know if that was just used as like a way for Muichiro to remember that it was actually his father's yeah. lines he was hearing and not Tanjiro's. And they're or... not like a little bit different or anything. Like they are, no. it's like a copy and paste. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> same. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know if that's more important than we're hinting at, or if it's mm-hmm. just uh like I said, just a way for him to remember that it was his father's lines he was hearing in that scene and not Tanjiro's. And that's why he got it mixed up just because they had the same red eyes. But I don't think we've seen anybody else that has red eyes like that besides really. uh, Yurichi, right? Does Yurichi have red eyes? Yeah, they're not really the same shade. And I guess Rengoku kind of. He's got like yellowish, orangish kind of yeah, yeah. eyes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so anyway, explain the the upscaling clouds, seventh form upscaling clouds, which is the the attack that Moichiro pulls off Mm -hmm. here which is super cool yes so this might be one of my favorite attacks and this is what made me love mist breathing it's just so cool okay so basically there's a ton of clouds around him right so pretty obviously based off the name of the attack yeah so I don't really know what he's kind of doing so like let's say okay so Goku's like completely covered in clouds there and Muishiro is like popping up in different spots and he goes for the um Goku goes for the attack and tries to finish off Muishiro and he can just not land it and I think what's happening here is he's kind of just I don't know if he's just moving really fast or it's something else so he keeps going for the attack, and he's like, oh, you're right there. He goes for the attack right there, and he completely misses it. Then from behind, or maybe it's from the front, Muichiro comes and finishes off Goku, cuts off his neck, and that's pretty much what happens there. Yeah, I think uh, I think what he's doing, at least how I took it, I think he's making like fake versions of himself through the mist and that's why he can't attack him so i don't think muichiro is is the one that's actually going across the screen i think it's like a a mist version of him basically i don't know it feels very video gamey to me like there's a lot of video there's a lot of video game characters and bosses that make like duplicates of themselves and you have to find like the the right one to attack uh so yeah that's what it reminded me yeah it's just a super cool imagery and then him coming in for the attack is really cool too and he says something like i think it's like what makes you think you're the only one taking this fight seriously or something yeah. like that right before he attacks him and uh Gyoku cannot believe that he's been decapitated like he's infuriated yeah. about it. he's like on the ground like beheaded 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 like it's <laughs> it's super funny and he's just talking mad crap even though he's he's just ahead at this point he's just talking mad crap to me Mugichiro. like you humans are worthless like you guys get old and you die and demons are way better and i'm a way better life form and then Muichiro 
this is one of my favorite parts of the character. He just (laughs) slices them up like 30 times to shut them up and like Mm -hmm. super kick, like slices them into a bunch of pieces. He's like, I'm done listening to you talk. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just love that. He's just, I don't know. I I always like people that can keep a level head. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's why I think Moichiro, I like Moichiro so much is he does not get worked up for anything at all. And that's like a that's a hard that's a hard skill to have. I I work with a lot of people at the fire department that cannot keep their emotions in check, and to be to be frank, they act like little children sometimes. If I'm being honest, and uh, so it's I I appreciate the person that can keep their emotions in check and and relax a little bit. So I think that's why I like Moichiro so much because he's just super level-headed. He doesn't get worked up for anything. He doesn't scream. He doesn't hoot and holler. He just gets the job done. And then uh, even when he's like annoyed, he doesn't get worked up either. So we uh, we get. I think this is like uh, another flashback. We see like a crow up in the tree, and Moichiro's kneeling in front of the master of the demon slayers. And he says, once you acquire, once he acquires his memory, he'll become uh, the most powerful he can become. And we see that's really, I think, what these two episodes are about is Muichiro is regaining his memories because we knew that he had like lost those memories and didn't remember anything. So he's getting that back. So he's becoming the most powerful. And after he decapitates this, this demon and slices him up and the demon disappears, uh, the scars on his face disappear mm-hmm. and the swordsmith that made his new sword comes in and checks on him. And it's a hilarious scene where, where Moichiro is yeah. like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm totally fine. Like, I don't know what you're worried. He's like, you're sure you're really pale. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I don't know why you think that. And he's like mm-hmm. getting bluer and he's like, but you're shaking and trembling. And then Moichiro just passes out and, and lands yeah. right on that, right on the ground. And, uh, the, um, I think the little boy comes in and says, like, uh, this might be actually after we flash. I think we flash to, um, do we flash back to Tanjiro here? No, not yet. Okay, sorry. I got, sorry, I got mixed up. So Muichiro passes out. Uh, he, he says right before he passes out, like, I got to go catch up with Tanjiro because he's fighting another demon. And then he passes out. And then the little boy comes up and the other swordsmith is trying to get help from the dude that's sharpening the sword. But like we've seen so far, he's not helping any, he's not going to do anything but sharpen that sword. And the little boy comes up and he's like, you should lay Moichiro on his side. And he's like, I don't understand how you're alive right now. Like, we saw you get sliced up, you're covered in blood. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I think the blood was mm-hmm. was from somebody else's arm or something. And he's like, I got an injury on my arm. I'm bleeding, so I'm probably gonna die if I don't take care of this. And as far as my stomach attack, we saw him get stabbed in the stomach two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And what saved him? Um, Rengoku's hand guard. Which yep. confuses me is didn't Tanjiro give that to Senjiro, Rengoku's brother? So how did Kotetsu get it? I thought he did. Yeah, I don't know. I have to go back and watch that because I was thinking that exact same thing. I thought that's why he went to his brother. I don't know yeah. if his brother told him to keep it in that scene, but I definitely remember him taking it there. Mm-hmm. 
uh, unless we're just like in Mandela affecting ourselves and that never actually happened. But I definitely remember him going there at the beginning of season two, I think. Right. Is it season two? Yeah, it had to be season the, 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 like the first episode of season two. He goes and visits Rengoku's brother. But yeah, it's Rengoku's handguard. And he says Tanjiro wants this to be his new handguard and his new sword. So keep that in the back of your mind because that'll be important later. Yes. But um, <clears throat> Moitro's father and mother are kind of I think he's like. I don't want to say Mojiro's dying. I don't think he's dying. I think he like passed out, but he's having like a dream kind of where his mother and father and brother are all there and they're like comforting him and saying that he did a great job. And um, this is where we flash back to Tanjiro. Now Tanjiro is fighting the dragon head demon. I can't remember his name. Um, struggling to fight, fight this thing. Tanjiro attempts clear blue sky, I think it's called, or clear blue maybe, and moves in for the attack. But the dragon has that, like, I think it's like a sound wave attack. Yeah. Or like a pressure attack or something. Something, yeah. And it, and it ends up blowing Tanjiro away and blowing his eardrums out. So he can't yes. hear anything. And uh, Nezuko's there as well, fighting. Genya's there, fighting. And... He's str- Tandra is really struggling here to dodge these attacks because he can't hear anything. He's all banged up. And then the demon starts using the lightning attacks from the earlier demon, one of the earlier demons. And Tandra realizes that this demon can use all four of the, uh, the emotions that we talked about in the previous episode. So all the attacks from the previous four demons. And what happens to Tandra? He gets grabbed. What, what happens here? You want to explain this? So actually, I'm pretty sure before he gets grabbed, the one of the dragons uses the like leaf attack kind of thing, and it completely shrivels up Tanjiro's ankle slash yes, foot. Yeah. So yeah. it's completely broken, and he's like, as long as I can get 66 um, feet away, I should be okay. And one of the dragons starts extending, and it's this it kind of reminded me of the xenomorphs from aliens yeah yeah had like more dragons pop out of each other's mouths and then it grabbed tondro kind of pulled him back up and the dragon ate him yep yeah that's funny i didn't even put the xenomorph thing together so so obviously the the xenomorphs and alien actually i have one that might be able to show they have the the mouth inside the mouth, so that's yeah. that's what he's talking about. Um, the the dragon basically has like a smaller mouth come out of the mouth, then a smaller mouth come out of that mouth, then a smaller mouth come out of that mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he swallows up Tanjiro, and Tanjiro's in there, kind of getting crushed. And uh, my girl shows up. I, I I absolutely love Mitsuri. I I I didn't think I was going to because she from. Just looking at her, she looks like the annoying, bubbly anime woman character that I just can't stand in most yeah. anime. And she is kind of that character, but I don't know. I love, I, yeah, I love her. And her weapon is so cool. I know we talk about it all the time on these these episodes, but like I'm, I'm mildly obsessed with whip weapons. So um, yeah. <laughs> that's basically what this is. It's a katana. So it's like a combination of my two favorite weapons ever, a whip and a katana. 
put together. So it's like this, this chick was made for me as a character, but yeah, she comes in. Um, and it's a super cool, like shot of the moon. And then mm-hmm. she like jumps up into the moon as she's coming in really cool, really cool animation there. And, uh, starts attacking the demon mm-hmm. and, even though Tanjiro gets swallowed up, Genya and Nezuko see that and it kind of infuriates them and they start, you know, attacking harder. And we see Tanjiro's in there literally getting crushed. And it almost sounds like for a second there that he's dead because there's like a popping noise and he's like, Mm -hmm. okay, the demon's like, it's over with or something like that. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, it sounded like he just crushed him completely. But um, Mitsuri comes in Saves the day, grabs Tanjiro, and Tanjiro's like riding on her back as she's making her escape. And she's like trying to talk to him, and he's like, I I can't hear anything. My eardrums are blown. (laughs) She's like, well, I I promise that I'm going to save Nezuko and Genya. And Mm -hmm. Mitsuri kind of moves in, and we get a cool little friggin' montage of her moving in towards the demon with her whip. And Tanjiro's like trying to warn her, like, hey, that's upper rank four. Like, it's not just throw away the demon. Be careful. And uh, that's where our episode ends. Mm-hmm. And uh, super excited, man. We got two more episodes to yes. go. And I, for the life of me, can't remember what happens in episode 10. But I know what happens in episode 11 because we literally just – that's the one that I sat down and watched uh, with the family in Georgia. I think you guys were watching episodes before that. So maybe I caught a little bit of episode 10, but um, how do you feel about the season? Episode nine here. How do, how do we feel about the season? Now that we're on episode nine, right in this moment, where are we rank? Where are we ranking this as far as the, the world of demon slayer that we've seen in animation so far? Now this is always hard to do ranking seasons. Yeah. I'm trying to think season two, season three, which is better now. Season two does have Tengen, my favorite Hashira. But season three also has that one attack that pretty much is going to spoil quite a bit, if you know what it means. And did we already that, talk about that attack? Yeah. Yeah, it already happened, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And yeah. I'm going to have to say it's kind of going in order. Season one, last. Season two, second. Season three, first. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I really have to think about it. Because it's, it's easy to like watch a show and be like, oh yeah, season one wasn't as good as, as season three or season five or season seven. What is, like Game of Thrones prime example. Season one is not, in most people's eyes as good as the middle, like four five, six. And uh, I agree with that kind of maybe to a point, but season one is like simpler times in game of Thrones. And I think that that's the same thing in demon slayer. Like it's just like everything's simpler. Like there's not a bunch of demons all over the place or seeing more slower episodes of Tanjiro training or going to that town where he sees Muzan or in that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like season one a lot, man. I've been rewatching it and I forgot how much I actually enjoy season one of Demon Slayer. I 
think that I might have started like the first episode of season two. So I haven't rewatched season two since we did our companion or we didn't do companion series, but I think we did like a Patreon episode on it. So I haven't, I haven't gotten, um, I haven't got too far into season two, but yeah, man, I, like I said, man, I, I love Mitsuri. I absolutely love Muichiro. I think the demons in this season are pretty cool as well. Uh, you know, they, I don't think they're really as cool as like Akaza or, mm-hmm. um, I always forget the freaking season two demon. With the sickles. What's his name? Guturo. Guturo. Uh, <laughs> I think he's really, really cool. And we talked about this with Rai, like, because we were, we were talking about, like, subtitled versus dub in the mm-hmm. pool one night. And uh, he's like, I can't believe you, who's, like, obsessed with all Japanese stuff, likes English dubs. I was like, yeah. I'll be honest with you, dude. I, I, I think I'm turning a corner on that. I never really wanted to sit down and watch a show and read it. You know what yeah. I mean? It just, I, I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's like, I'm a gamer through and through. So mm-hmm. if, if I'm too lazy to play a game and I want to watch a movie, that probably means I'm too lazy to read. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's the order. If I, if I'm going to do something for entertainment, I'm going to play a game. But if I'm like super tired, or I'm just not feeling playing a game, then I'm going to watch something. And then, Below that, I'm going to read like a book or something. So it's, I don't know. But we talked about it. I was like, I don't know. Season two, the voice actor for that demon in English was awful compared to the Japanese. It's so bad. And it sucks because his Japanese voice actor was awesome. It made the character awesome. And then they turned him into like a a whiny little middle schooler or something (laughs) in the English dub. Like it was really bad. So... Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna rewatch season two. That's that's where I'm at in the book right now. I think I'm roughly. I don't really know where I'm at in season two. Like, I think Docky just showed up for the first time, so I'm like maybe halfway through season two or towards the beginning of season two, and I think mm-hmm. season two in the manga is only like two books, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I think this is a two or three books because we looked at it. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's do some more trivia questions, shall we? Mm-hmm. Got anything else you want to get off your chest about the episodes? Um, not really, no. All right. Question number, I don't know what question we're on because we took like an intermission. So we're just going to do question one of our second mm-hmm. trivia round. Who is Mitsuri's crush? Oh, okay. Who is Mitsuri's crush? Do you want options or do you know? Okay, so I think I know. But if I'm wrong the first time, I'll take options. Because there's okay. two. There's two that I that are on my list. So Obanai, the serpent breathing dude. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is correct. Yes. Obanai. Who is the other one? Uh, Genya's brother, because remember in season... So, oh, yeah. yeah. She says something. Yeah, yeah. Like, whoa, you've got say? all these scars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm trying to skip the obnoxiously easy ones. 
And then I'm also trying to find ones that we haven't done yet. Okay, what is the purpose? I might have to look. You know, I might show you a picture of this one because you might not know who these people are. Maybe you do. I probably will. But we'll see. Okay, what is the purpose of a Kakushi? Oh, do you know okay. what that is? Yeah, the guys with like the mask and the yep. black uniform. Yes. Can I get some options for this one? Yeah, you can definitely get some options. Okay. Uh, a, provide first aid to injured demon slayers. B, to pass on commands from higher ups to demon slayers. C, to train and nurture new demon slayers. Or D, to clean up after demon slayers have fought demons. Um, is it provide first aid? It is not provide first aid. Okay. Uh oh. With I'll options again? Try. Yes. Okay, so we know it's not A. B is to pass on commands from higher ups to demon slayers. C to train and nurture new demon slayers. Or D to clean up after demon slayers have fought demons. Ooh. You should know this one, bro. I know this one. Can I get a hint? Maybe. 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 Um. Maybe. These are seen, I think, at the beginning of season three meeting our heroes in the entertainment district. What are mm -hmm. they doing? What are they there to do? They're not there to heal them. Okay. Let me get the options just one more time. Okay. <laughs> Cause it's kind of, yeah. To pass on commands from higher ups to demon slayers to train and nurture new demon slayers or to clean up after demon slayers have fought demons. <sighs> clean up. That is correct. Save yes. yourself. Save yourself. Okay. Yeah, they're they're like the cleanup crew. Um oh my gosh. I don't even know what that is, so I doubt you're gonna know what that is. Just tell me what it is and we'll see. I I I, I don't even know how to pronounce it, to be honest with you. Just try your best, and I'll... All right, let's do this one. Which character below does not belong to the 12 Kizuki? Which of the characters below does not belong to the 12 Kizuki? A, Rui. B, Wakaraba. Wakaraba. C, Makogu, or D, Yahaba? Apologize if I butchered those names. I'm so confused right now. I'm so confused. Okay, can you what, read the question you again? Yes. Which of the characters below does not belong to the 12 Kizuki? Is it A, Rui? B. 
Wakaraba. Probably <laughs> said that totally different than I did last time. C, Makogu, or D, Yahaba. Okay, the reason I'm Do you know any of those? Not, no. Do you want me to pull up pictures? Would that help? No, it's fine because I know all the names of the 12 keys. The thing I'm confused about is that there's more than one that does not belong to the 12 keys. Pretty sure. Okay, well, just name me one of them. All the other ones. Okay, I can't remember the names, but it's the you have last Rui, three. Waka, so Waka not Raba. Rui, but all the other ones. That guy is not part, pretty sure. Makogu and Yahaba. That might be a little... Yahaba Baba. However the heck you say his name. Pull up pictures. All right. Yeah, let's do that. I'll pull up some, some pictures here. Because I think that maybe those are just the lower ranks. I'm not... I don't know a lot of lower Yeah, that's ranks. what... I get confused at those as well. The, I'm really good the with lower upper ranks. ranks. I'm really good with upper ranks. So this is a Wakaraba. Oops, where's my camera? Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is Wakaraba. <laughs> I think you might be right, actually. Ma. Kogu. Demon Slayer. Um, this is mm, whatever. My Kogu. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Yahaba. I think I got my answer locked in here. Well, you might not want to just yet because we have another one. I want to see the last one. Ah, This is easy. Alright, so I already know it's the last dude, whatever the his name is. Yahaba? Yes. Yes. And there's one thing that kind of spoiled it all. So one of those demons? No. It was part of the pictures. So in the background, it's obvious. You can see they're in the Infinity Castle. And the only, usually the only demons that get summoned there are lower and uh, Oh, demons. yeah, you're right. So that yeah. Awareness, I was like, oh, you got my answer here. Oh yeah, you're right. I didn't even. So. Know. I should have known that. I almost pulled up. I almost pulled up the these pictures of them because I thought. If you, yeah, if you did, I probably would not have. You would have struggled a little right. bit more. Dang it! All right, <laughs> gave it away. All right. Okay. Um, can't remember if we did this one yet. Gosh, I, I don't know if I want to do it other way with these Japanese names. Okay, which of the characters below? was removed from the 12 Kizuki. Tamayo? Kayogai? Yahaba? Or Susamaru? Kayogai. Yes, that's correct. Now that, you should not have said that. Why? Because we did a question that said... Like, did we say Yahaba, that before? Yeah. Like, Yahaba was removed from the 12... Kizuki. Yeah. That kind of gave it away. You're giving away everything. <laughs> okay. Tr- 
Oh. Okay. True or false? This is going to be a true or false question. Okay. You know what a true or false question is? I'm sure you've done true or false questions in school. Okay. Moichiro Tokido is a descendant of upper rank one Kokushibu. True or false? Uh, so I can only get one answer for this. You can only get one answer for this one, yep. Moichiro Tokido is a descendant of upper rank one Kokushibu. Kokushibu. This is hard because Kokushiba has red eyes and so does dad. And that's kind of, oh, I don't want to get this wrong, but I don't know. It's, it's hard. Well, with your gut. Okay. I think I got it. Hopefully. Is it false? It is True. What? Yeah. <laughs> I had to do that one because that that kind of answers our red eye question, I think. There we go. All right. Now, yep. now I know what it means, so you don't have to search for that. Because I know a ton of stuff about Kukushibu and Yorichi and all that kind of stuff. Red yeah. Eyes and stuff, so. yeah. I know what it means. I don't know if you're going to – I don't know if I even know this one. Um, we'll end on this one. This will be our last one. Okay. okay. Which Hashira has rare Marichi blood? Marichi blood? A, the wind Hashira. B, the sound Hashira. C, the water Hashira. Or D, the mist Hashira. Okay, so it's... Okay, what that that means... Um... Let me make sure that this is. I don't know if I know to. I don't know if I need to know what it means. I think I already got my answer. Okay, well I'll read what it means anyway. But yes, it means that his blood means that demons that when demons smell it, it's like a dessert and it is more delicious than normal blood and poisoned blood. Oh, dang! You just gave it away again for the third. <laughs> <laughs> don't be wind, too cocky wind hashira it is the wind hashira yes who's the wind hashira genya's brother genya's brother gotcha and you want to know what gave that away what season one he like slashes himself so to get nezuko to try to attack him. oh yeah and they say it and he's like they say something let's see if you can resist this kind of blood yeah so that kind of gave it away that yeah, does give it away. Okay, overall, you did pretty good. Mm-hmm. You didn't miss a couple. Mm-hmm. You've blown your your streak. No. But overall, you got some of the harder ones. I think I I didn't know that blood that blood question at all. So, I think that does it for us today. A little bit shorter of an episode. Kind of breezed through these two shorter episodes. Uh, we have what was this eight nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have one more episode to go, 10 and 11. And that depends if we want to split. Maybe we probably won't split it up, but episode 11 is like 45 minutes long, I think. So it's a longer episode. But yeah, we'll be back two weeks from now 
with the final two episodes of season three. And we'll have to decide what we're going to do from there. If we're going to go back to Patreon or if we're going to do a Jujutsu Kaisen companion series or an Attack on Titan companion series. Thing is, if or... we're going to do Attack on Titan companion series, it's kind of long. Yeah, it's going to take a while. Yeah. So it's going to be. That, that <laughs> one would sense. probably be better. We do those like kind of blended companion series where we talk about a single season in an episode. That would probably yeah. be better for Attack on Titan than each individual episode or two episodes or whatever. So per season, maybe we'll do that. And I think Nick is super into Attack on Titan as well. Yeah. So maybe he'll join us for a couple episodes. But I think that does it. You got anything else you want to get off your chest? Um, yeah, actually. So when okay. I ranked season one, I'm not say- So I know I ranked it last, but I'm not saying that it's like the worst season ever. Like, I guess in my ranking. In your ranking, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's it's a good season. Yeah, you can't say that because it's the season that got you into the series. Yeah. So. It's literally what got you into Demon Slayer and what propelled you to become an encyclopedia of Demon Slayer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like it's like trying to rank the best. I don't know. It's like trying to break. They're all good. It's not like yeah. it's bad just because it's on the bottom of your list doesn't mean it's bad it just means that the other two seasons are are slightly above it i think season one season one is cool in my eyes because there's so many more episodes they cover several different arcs i think in those episodes so we we have been getting shorter you know season two was only 11 episodes season three is only 11 episodes i think season one is like 26 or something um, so if you add in Mugen Train, the extended Mugen Train into season two, I think that makes it like 17 episodes long, which I think that that Mugen Train is considered season two. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I can't wait to see season four because I think we're going to see Obanai in it. I've been waiting to see Obanai for a really long time. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't think we're going to get it for a while, though, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> it's probably yeah. be a couple years. I have to look. Actually, you know what? Before we pop off of here let me look on the release dates between season two and season three i don't think it was that long i think like it wasn't but it, it might have been I don't know. we'll see uh, this is the manga i want Okay, season two. Season two premiered October 10th of 2021. So remember that. October 10th of 2021. And season three aired April 9th of 2023. So it was like a year. It was like a year and some change. Like a year and five months, maybe. Yeah. So not quite two years. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't know how short season three or season four is going to be. If it's shorter, we might get it a little bit quicker. Um, but I don't know. Anything else? Not really, no. Yeah, I think we uh, we covered our bases. 
think we talked about everything that I wanted to talk about at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's sign on off. Thanks for hanging out. If you haven't yet, subscribe to us here on YouTube. Check out our other channel, Showboys Gaming, as well. And check out our Patreon. If you subscribe to our main channel, we're trying to give away an OLED switch, which we are going to give away. We have in hand already. We're going to give it away at 1,000 subscribers. So make sure you subscribe and stick around so you can see when we give that away. And I will see you guys. We will see you guys in two weeks.